Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous to your contracts, they said, What the f are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Okay, guys, uh, this is what, I'm sorry. This is just, I'm speaking straight from the heart because um, uh, I know that some of you come here first, you know, before you check the news and stuff. So you, you might not know what's happened but i'm sorry slade have split up the drummer has been fired allegedly by email although other people say no it wasn't dave hill says he did not fire don powell by email but after 50 years slade has only got one member and that's dave hill he is the band Anyone who loves Slade the way I did will know that Don Powell, the drummer, was the, the heartbeat of the band in every sense. Dave Hill cannot be a band, alright? It's okay. Life goes on, guys. The band Don Powell Slade continues with ex-Slade bassist Craig Fenny, meaning Don Powell Slade has got more members of Slade than Slade. But it's it's a it's a it's a hard day. Not today, thank you. With Jake Yap. Well, Trump's been cleared of that thing he expressly said he did that time on the White House lawn. It's a great day for democracy. Speaking of democracy, uh, let's just get this first bit out of the way, shall we? Uh, we've got BBC News coming up with Amal Rajan and a fashion parade with Jeremy Winebutts. If we are to adhere to the principles of democracy, over on Twitter, at NotTodayPod, uh, the timeline is incessantly polluted with talk of Jaffa Cakes. I can't remember how or why this happened, but it seems the Not Today Pod Twitter handle has become the destination for news and hot goss about the nation's favourite orange phlegm filled micron thin coating of chocolate flavour product stale biscuits. But I respect democracy. This podcast is first for justice and freedom. Just like the American Senate. What a day when you find yourself admiring Mitt Romney. And so here is our inaugural Jaffa, Jaffa, Jaffa. Jaffa, Jaffa, Jaffa. Jaffa, Jaffa, Jaffa. Jaffa, Damn you all. Gingerbeard Mark started this off again. He broke the story yesterday of pineapple Jaffa cakes, providing photographic evidence of a packet of them spotted in the wild, which is its really great news. They found another acidic fruit flavour to pair with nowhere near enough chocolate to make it a viable confection. There's something about the way the acid reacts with the vegetable fat in the cheap chocolate that really gets my mouth watering furiously. Almost as if uh, Blousy Rose wrote 
I feared it was fake news until I saw this. Lee Carter wrote, must resist pineapple. Very easy. It's a Jaffa cake. Baba Moo, Samantha Lane, tried to help by pointing out that the new Ruby Cacao Magnums are now on sale. She says you could distract yourself with this. A new chocolate that isn't a chocolate, really, has just been processed to make a new colour. Will those corporate scoundrels stop at nothing to sell us even more products? Uh, well, history tells us. Baba Moo, uh, no, no, they won't stop at anything at all. But... Magnums make a vegan one and it's so good and I I can't, I just can't get mad at them. Uh, Blousy Rose then chipped in. Look though, look at the pineapple Jaffa cakes. Look at the lovely lurid yellow packaging with the garish green writing. And if you eat 50 of them, that's your recommended calorific intake for the day sorted. I mean, what's not to like though? Everything. Everything's not to like. It's a bit... Oh. Lizzie Roper chipped in. Hello, Lizzie. Uh, this is my friend. Uh, she was very excited and ventured her usual utterly disgusting and totally unbroadcastable ejaculations. Carenza says, I know you want to bury hashtag Jaffagate. This is not a hashtag, all right? This is not a thing. But the truth will out. Rick Bean at Fen Monkey. Uh, he's on my side. He's, what fresh hell is this? And Jem, J1 Jem, says, what is this abomination against nature? Quite simply... It's a Jaffa cake! And Bobson Dugnut, that's a good name, says someone needs to send Ross Kemp down the McVitties. I'm Ross Kemp. I've got a squeaky voice, which I've trained downwards like Nick Clegg. But the thing is, the way I'd really like to talk is like that. Hello, how you doing? Oh, are you in a gang? Oh, no, that looks very... That's a big knife. Now, what do them tattoos mean? Sorry, let's go back down. I'm Ross Kemp. I'm hard. I don't know why I feel the need to prove it, or maybe I'm just paying the mortgage. Don't know. I'm all. I'm all Rajan here, just been checking out a new thing called Netflix. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like having a blockbuster shop living inside your TV. Except they don't have those big plastic buckets of popcorn I used to enjoy. But on the plus side, no rewinding. Have to do my analytical look. Hmm. The BBC is in the news again, and here on the BBC, we're talking about it. Because if we don't, everyone will say we're burying it, so we always mention it when someone criticizes us, and then everyone says, You're too self obsessed. <laughs> it's like we can't win, I swear. Oh, you're on fire today, Ammo. Thank you, Ammo. Carry on. A couple of days ago, I went to a school, walking in, my CRB in my hand, wearing a sheepskin coat because don't be fooled by the rocks that I got. I'm still, I'm still Ammo from Tooting. But today, I'm around my old mate Jake Yap's house to find out what's going on because I ain't got a Scooby Doo. Jake Yap, here we are in your only remaining place of employment, apart from BBC Radio 4 Extra. Shout out. Your house, what's going on? I think you could say that the Tories are implementing a break it, then kill it policy. So watch what happens to the BBC, because it's what they're trying to do to the NHS and they've been trying to do for years. But it's a longer game because it's a much bigger beast to kill because people like it more. What what do you mean by break it, then kill it? Because I went on a stag do once. No, 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 no. No. So so they're talking now about decriminalising non-payment of the licence fee. 
So you can see what the headlines are going to be in the Sun and the Mail saying, well, don't bother paying anymore. There's no need to pay. What will that mean? It will mean less revenue for the BBC. Budgets will get slashed and inevitably that will start to drive the quality down and possibly reduce some of the services. That's going to happen over seven years until the BBC charter is up for renewal again. And by then, everyone will say, oh, yeah, BBC's rubbish. Might as well kill it. Now it's all broken. So if I've got this right, you discredit it, you disable it, and then you die it. As many people going through the work capability assessment process with the DWP will tell you, there's no dignity in death at the hands of this government. Yeah, all right, wasn't really listening. Finally, have you seen Two and a Half Men? No. Because Ashton Kutcher, he cracks me up, boy. (laughs) He is funny, 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 funny. Hello, it's Jeremy Wine. Yesterday we asked you, what do you close say about you? Because MP, business uh, bear shoulder, hashtag summer party. Okay, now we have your fresh and pretty please on Twitter at NotToDayPod. Natasha, no photo required from me. My outfit has said co-op store manager every day this week. If I've not been wearing that, I've been in my PJs. Hashtag tough week. Julie Prunes. I seem to have accumulated many leopard print items, so can only conclude I am attempting to assimilate busty blonde barmaid bed lynch. Two-thirds of the way there, then, eh? Hashtag oil. Hashtag corporate. Hashtag Ukraine. Hashtag Malibu. Hashtag distress. Hashtag Sunday baking. Hashtag getting me wine. Samantha Lane. Here's mine. Secretly, please, this cold again so I can wear my favorite coat and big jumper even though there's more than a hint of Arctic Explorer to this look hashtag Melbourne, hashtag summer feelings, hashtag gherkins hashtag Jeremy wine eat a penguin, carry on Jem, my wardrobe consists of a variety of jumpers with holes in the right side armpit what you are doing with your right arm that make this hole comics? Today this is over a casual shirt, pair of next trousers of unknown origin and over expensive boots that I bought for my brother-in-law's wedding last May and now wear daily to get my money's worth. Hashtag bold. Hashtag chic. Hashtag spring 20. Hashtag summer feelings. Hashtag getting me wine. Finally, Pablo Bonzo. Careening ever faster to 40. I dress in mostly black clothing. Black jeans. Black hooded tops with a band or comic or horror or wrestling related t-shirt. Black. Forced on top. And three-quarter length. Black coat. Most People just assume I'm homeless. A lady gave me a muffin once. Hashtag bikini. Hashtag flirt for free. Hashtag girly night. Hashtag Malibu. Hashtag get me wine. Then he say, wait a minute. Wait. Are you trying to pimp us out with your hashtags? What? Hashtag massage, hashtag escort, hashtag bargain, hashtag new it down, hashtag bubble bath, hashtag dachshund, hashtag Malibu beach party, hashtag true love, hashtag gather me wine, hashtag gather me wine! Thank you so much for all of your contributions to our What Do Your Clothes Say About You section. Uh, Pat got in touch hi pat says uh clothing's never really been that high on my list of interests mostly if i have matching shoes i'm good to go uh i type this way in my usual indoor slash domestic chore slash better put on rubber gloves before picking that up outfit of painty trainers ah painty trainers black jogging bottoms perhaps once worn by a crash test jump dummy (laughs) 
I put, I specialize in in painty uh, jogging bottoms. A baggy old t-shirt that has Boxing Day hangover written all over it. Wow. Outdoors, of course, I smarten up a bit. Yeah, I do that. Is that I can't I can't go out in a tracksuit. I, I can't I can't do that. I can't inflict that on the world. Uh, my attire is presentable, but about as memorable as your last fig roll. They are boring, aren't they? I mean, I know I've stirred it up a bit with Jaffa Cakes, but anyway, Pat says today's choice will be black jeans, a blue sweatshirt and a jacket dictated by how menacing the weather is. The overall impression is of someone suitable for an out of focus crowd extra in a scene from a 1991 Bill episode. <laughs> my crown and glory, of course, is the haircut. I have a very full head of it, but it's kept down by electric clippers purely because of the very idea of the barbershop chat. It's far less appealing to me than kneeling on a wood screw or having a go at tickling a trapdoor spider. Thanks for that, Pat. Uh, John's been in touch to say, I've just woken up. I'm watching this woman on cam. She is knitting. Maroon thread, probably size 32 or 24, denier thread with the usual needle size. She speaks a Spanish language. I'm guessing that would be (laughs) Spanish. I wonder who she's knitting for. Sorry. In tears. She's not knitting for me. God, I feel lonely. Hedy. Hedy, it's okay. We're all here. Your little not-today-thank-you family is here. Don't even worry about it. Let's hark back to an earlier thread, which was uh, the best free food you ever got. And uh, Jem's got some. He says, right, oops, forgot this. But Matt's story of being fed by worried friends reminded me of the aftermath of my 2018 soapbox incident, which I really must get around to... (laughs) writing up yes i believe there's a youtube clip with the caption oh ops a arm break having broken my left arm radius for the interested uh, which required a metal plate and six screws to put back together oh and also my shoulder blade which is apparently quite a difficult thing to do i was largely incapacitated from a cooking perspective Yeah, one-handed pot noodle. That doesn't sound right. Anyway, sorry. Various uh, and various other things I couldn't do, but this isn't the time for that sort of thing. No, it isn't. On my return home after a spell in hospital, I was surprised and delighted to find that a couple of friends of mine from the brilliant Vibe Pop and Rock Choir that I'd only been a member of for 18 months had not only arranged a Get Well Soon card with messages from a good chunk of the 70-strong group, but had also brought food for three days for our whole family. That's adorable. And they brought lovely cakes and even some vegan treats. This went on for two whole weeks. What? With a variety of different people all pitching, pitching in. That's a lovely bit of wordplay there to make life easier and give my long-suffering Rachel one less thing to worry about than her occasionally foolhardy husband. That's so lovely. There's no punchline here, he says. Just a tale of wonderful humanity and community. Wow. Well done, vibe. We, should, we could play some on the podcast if they want to. Anyway, the question about free food, he says, also reminded me of a scandal at a previous employee, at a previous employer involving the canteen breakfast, where each item, bacon, fried egg, toast, etc., was priced individually. And the events that led to <laughs> everyone having to open the lids of their tea or coffee at the till, please, to prove what was inside. Yes, at some point, someone had worked out that a medium-sized cup of fill-your-own-coffee was cheaper than the three sausages you could fit in the cup, and they were healthily supplementing their pre-work fry-up. Oh, wow. My favourite bit of sausage-gate 
which should have been much more exciting, were the discussions afterward about why anyone would want sausages after they'd been dunked in coffee. And the slow, dawning realisation that obviously the cup was empty when the sausages were inserted, with no coffee involved. Do you go, I always go sausage, then cream. I know some people go like cream, then sausage, but I do like, I like, I like hot milk in my, well, my sausage. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) So tired. Right, Jem says. I should probably get on and set the dishwasher running, especially as I'm going to have to move all the bowls from the top shelf to the bottom again, as is a feature of my marriage to the current Mrs. B. Uh, love to you and all the apostles. Thanks very much. From Jem in Portishead, the town, not the band. Uh, I'm thinking about what we should do next. I enjoyed the life drawing submissions that people sent. They were really lovely. Uh, and obviously you can still send in free food stories or, or anything you like, really. Uh, we didn't... We, they were really good, the life drawings submissions. Pablo did an amazing Brian Blessed and Julie Prunes did a really good sketch in 60 seconds. But I'm thinking maybe we'll open the Not Today Thank You gallery. Any drawings, anything at all uh, that you'd like to send in and have me then describe on air. Uh, on air. Oh, those are the days. On on the podcast, apart from four extra. It's very good. Uh, you, so, you know, send me a drawing and, and I'll describe it for this family-friendly podcast. Feel free to set me a challenge. Uh, a few little bits and pieces for you. Uh, yesterday we were talking about the story about uh, trying to... Uh, the, the lobby and the, the, the journalists that were excluded from the press briefing and stuff. Uh, you should listen to Emma Barnett's show on Five Live yesterday uh, where they had Sir, Sir Craig, Sir Ian, Sir, you know, one of them. Uh, fascinating interview. Enchanting. And she handled it brilliantly. And I'm going to leave you with this thing I learned yesterday, which is that if you're trying to work out a percentage of something and it's really hard, try reversing it. What do you mean? Okay, 8% of 25. I don't know. You don't know. It's impossible. What's 25% of 8? Uh, 2. Okay, well, that's the same as 8% of 25. What?! Yep, you can just flip the numbers. What? I purposefully left that until now because I knew the minute I told you, you'd start trying it in your head. It's insane. Have a good day, enjoy playing with the numbers, and I'll see you here tomorrow for the final Not Today Thank You of the Week. Have a good day. Take care. Bye-bye. This has been a Swanburst Media production. 
What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.